Okay, Tom. Good morning. <laughs> Happiest Wednesday. Today's shiur is dedicated to Lil Mishmad Malkaba Jalinus Chanavat Shemuel Shalom Ben Eliyahu Zerubavel Ben Gabriel Tzivia Bat Mashiach Tamar Bat Mashiach Yosef Ben Nisan Liora Bat Yitzchak Rinat Bat Dan and Sarah Bat Moshe and Yehuda Ben David Benjamin Ben Yitzchak and we are learning about Girsa. So what does Girsa mean? Girsa, and this is a concept which um, I think this generation has less of it, but in previous generations they understood it more. Girsa refers to a, the first level of learning. And the first level of learning is for a person to simply, whatever he is learning, whether it's the Torah that a person is reading, or whether it's Mishnah, or whether it's Gemara, or in any, any, any type of learning, Tanakh, it's first just read it out loud. You just read from beginning to end of whatever I'm learning, just read it out loud without thinking about it, without, I mean, maybe thinking a little bit, you don't, turn, you don't have to turn off your brain, but the goal is that I'm reading, I'm not trying to understand what I'm reading yet. First, I'm just reading it from beginning to end, just so I read this part or whatever I'm learning or whatever it is uh, from beginning to end. So you go from uh, one level. level one. Level two is, okay, I go back slowly, slowly, and I try to understand, and I try to read. But Girsa, the goal of Girsa is that I know what it says. I have gone well, through I'm it. familiar. Yes, I've gone through it from beginning to end, or I've gone through it to understand and to know what it says. In the What's times about? Of, in, the time, about? in the times of the Gemara, was, this was the first level of the first thing, garis. A person was garis means that it was a person, he had a familiarity with the content and whatever it said from beginning to end, they knew well. And they would always read it out loud. The girsa is, it's not that I just, I, I read the way people read today. Now they just read with their eyes and they read from beginning to end. Girsa to do with reading out loud. Just read out loud, just like the same way we do Shnai Mikra Ve'achatargum. There's a halakha to read the entire parasha from beginning to end. Every week to read it twice and to read the targum, the translation, ideally the translation of Unkilus, the one that's in the middle of the, of the Chumash, but if a person can't, any language, English or Farsi or whatever, but ideally the, the targum Unkilus, just to read it out loud, just to read it from beginning to end. But it's the same with, with Mishnah and Gemara. So Amur Rabotein Ozal, so our Chachamim said, Ligros inish v'hadar lispar. First read through it, and then go back and think about it. First and foremost, read it from beginning to end. Just read it, just say the words that you wonder then. Ve'ita bashas, and it also says in the Gemara, Amar Rav Papa, Ida'ikna lagarisna. If I would be so precise, in my learning on every word, if I would have gone so deep and so in-depth on every single word, I, I, I would have never uh, gotten anywhere with my learning. I would have never finished even the first level of learning, which is Girsa, which is just at least get a familiarity of, you know, I'll start with Bereshit and Bara Elokim and I'll get through three words. And well, what about the whole Torah? You didn't, you, at the very least, you have to read the whole Torah and you have to see. I, I, I start reading Me'ematai, Korin, Kriyat Shema, the beginning of the Mishnah, the beginning of the Gemara, and you get through a few words. Well, but you have to finish the entire tractate that you're learning. You have to at least get through it. So it's better so, to, to, to read the whole book and so, then start studying and it. And then go back over it and then, and then study it in depth. 
Okay. So there's a there's a joke, for example, that they say it's a, this a, in in this context. It's a famous joke. The beginning of Masechet Bavakama, the the Gemara Masechet Bavakama, it deals with the laws of damages. If somebody damaged somebody else's property and what they own, what they have to pay, and the different judgments. So the beginning of the the first Mishnah, the very beginning beginning of it, it starts with Arba Avot Nezikin. There are four fathers to the to the laws of damages, and what it means is there are four foundations, four foundations to all of the laws of the damages. So they say that somebody started the, learning the Masechet, and he starts reading, and he says, Arba Avot. There are four fathers. And he starts asking, he starts questioning, wait, wait, wait a second, there's four fathers? There's no four fathers. There's only three fathers in the Torah. Right? There's, there's, there's no because four fathers. He's not familiar just, with, the whole, with the whole thing. Right, so they said to the person, I said, read it. First, just read it. First, first, <laughs> go, go through it and first read it. And then you'll understand. And then it'll make sense. But if a person just reads a couple of words and says, wait, wait, I didn't understand this yet. It didn't make sense. You, 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 you get, first read through you it. it first get the beginning. You and, and, up, then, and then go back and ask your questions. And then, and then see your questions. If I would have spent hours trying to learn, I would, I would have never learned. And let me give you advice. He says it's not worthy, and, and this is very this is a Sephardic approach to learning in general, what he's going to say right now. It's not worthy even for a scholar, even for a Talmud Chacham. That he should lose all of his days. And just again, get looking Toward over three lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To toil over three lines. Pilpul, what they, the fancy word for pilpul, the translation is kazuish. He's asking questions and answers on every extra letter and every word and everything. Read through it, Habibi. You know, read through it. First, study it, uh, accomplish it, then go back and, and learn it in depth. Yet Ella, he says, rather, if you want to learn in depth at that level in questions and answers, set a limited time of your day for that. Say, okay, I'm going to learn for one hour or two hours. I'm going to ask in depth every question. But, uh, whether it's learning Gemara or whatever it is, but most of your day and most of your learning, say, uh, I'm going to learn to cover ground. I'm going to learn to... Move forward. Yeah, to move forward. To move forward, to cover an entire Masechda. Accomplish. Accomplish. In that way, a person will have a level of familiarity with all of the laws. You have a level of familiarity with everything, and that will enhance your learning. If a person... Uh, just stays on four lines. Uh, I'll give you an example of a yeshiva boy who was in Israel that I was talking to. And in yeshiva, they, they set hours for both in general. But I said, for your iyun learning, for your in-depth learning, how much have you accomplished? I was talking to him recently. They started in August, and now is the end of October. How much have you done? We haven't finished the first Mishnah of the Masechet. Wow. I mean, they, uh, wow. right? In, in two, three months, they learned wow. about four lines of, of wow. Gemara. Wow, that is... Right? I'm saying, if a, pers- if a person wants one, they say, every single commentary in Bag and Rashi and Tosfot and the, and the Rashba and the Ritva and the Rambam and the Ramban and the... Uh, yes, you're in over two, three months, you'll accomplish four lines. Wow. <laughs> in that kind of learning.
So Peleoites is saying, don't spend all of your time in that. Continue, go forward, finish, accomplish, go back later and, and do that. <laughs> Umagam, and also, furthermore, as opposed to going in in the the words of the later rabbis and asking every question and answer, live not to build and to uproot and to have you know, very often with it, they don't even get to the final halacha. It's not. I'm saying you you learned four lines of the Mishnah and you, you didn't, know what it's, and, and you still don't know what you're supposed to keep. <laughs> you still don't know what you're supposed to do today. Wow. How I'm supposed to live as a Jew? You never learned. So you cover as much ground as you can. And and learn it so that you at least get to your final destination. At the final stop is how do I have to live as a Jew? In practice, what is the what is the halakha that I'm supposed to keep? There's different opinions. Understand uh, the different opinions, but there has to be a final stop and a final goal of what am I keeping today? What does Hashem want from me to do? Zotorat Adam halomet Torah lishma. He says, and that's called Torah lishma. It's not like they say, right? those who learn in the sun, we don't want to criticize everybody, everybody has their own method. But those who learn this in the style, they say, no, you're learning Torah Lishma. Torah Lishma, for the sake of learning Torah, is that I'm not even getting anything out of it. Right? I'm just learning it to learn the depth of it and to learn the depth. And the Sfaradim said, no, Torah Lishma means that you learn so that it talks to you, so that it tells you how you live your life. That's what, that's what Torah Lishma means. Torah Lishma means that you get to the bottom line of halakha lemaaseh. Halakha lemaaseh. In the end of the day, how to conduct yourself? How do I have to conduct myself? Okay, these are the opinions. I learn the opinions. I try to understand the opinions. But there has to be a final rest stop. That what do I have to keep and what do we have to do? Now let me give you further advice. Even when you learn in depth. Even when you learn in depth and you're learning the commentaries and they're building and destroying and uprooting and asking questions and answers. He says, Always read it out loud so that you can hear Yourself, what you yes, are reading. Yes, and so important. that you can hear that you are reading the words precisely and the words go into your ears. And this is the difference always. We always say, what's the difference between a bit midrash and between a library? You go to a yeshiva and you have a bed midrash. The bed midrash is a loud room. It's a loud room. Because they're talking at each other. They're yelling. They're reading. They're just, library. They're library. You're going to fall asleep. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> In the library, you're going to fall asleep. <laughs> we say, Gadol ma'alat kol Torah. He says, the, the sound of the Torah that your ears hear. Right? What, did, what did Moshe Rabbeinu say? What did Hashem say in the Torah? Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. What does Shema Yisrael mean? Hear Israel. It means, it, means, it means the words have to enter your ears, right? You didn't. It's not look. It's not. It's not look. It doesn't. Right? It doesn't stay with you as much. It doesn't stay in your neshama. If a person only looks whenever he reads, but they don't actually read it or they don't actually hear it, then it doesn't stay with them as much. Right? When a person hears, it stays with him. 
It stays true. in a person's neshama. So the person either attends a shiur and he hears the rav saying it, or when he, if he's learning himself or he's reading, he say the words, say the words so you can hear them. Say the words out loud. And it's the same thing if a person wants to learn how to read Hebrew also. If a person is trying to just read the Siddur quietly, they're not going to understand. Read it out loud. When a person starts to be a Chazan, that's when they become good at reading Hebrew. When a person starts, to, that's true. Yes. The truth is, when does a person start to become a good reader in Hebrew? When they become a Chazan. Yeah, because they read loud. Because they read out loud. They, and they hear, hear their own mistakes. And they, make, and they fix the mistakes. Yeah. So the otiyot porchot, he says, when a person reads out loud, he says, you have the level of kol Torah, the sound of the Torah, and the letters are flying. The letters are flying. That's when a person builds his real buildings in Shamaim, when a person is reading out loud. Real estate. But if a person is learning by himself, and he's just quiet, and you don't hear a sound in the room, and he's just reading like this with his eyes. He loses a tremendous amount. He loses. And I'm going to talk about it later when we get to Kuf. We got a while till we get there. When we get to Kuf, Kol, uh, the sound of the Torah. Now, one more advice. Let's say a person is reading. And he reads and he says, wait, it looks like there's a mistake in the book. Maybe there's a mistake in the text. So let me tell you what to do. So he says, Don't be quick to say, oh, the text is wrong. Right, what they printed and what they wrote is is wrong. So I have to fix whatever it says. Right, just like the first person that he said with Arba'avot. Right, it says forefathers. So he says, whoa, wait, 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 there's a mistake over. The first word is a mistake. It should it should say shlosha. So then he goes with his pen and he crosses out the word Arba and he and he writes the word shlosha and he says there there are three four, and and then he changed the entire Gemara. He changes everything he says and he made a mistake. So he says, don't be quick to say, oh, the text is wrong. Because it happens many times that a person thinks the text is wrong, right? As I'm reading through it, you know, what, what it says is a mistake. But really, you're making the mistake. Really, you didn't learn it well enough. Really, you didn't understand the context well enough. And we heard a curse from the rabbis. This was so important because hey, and these, when these statements from the rabbis that were very strong about um, changing the print and saying, oh, there was whoever wrote it or copied it before made a mistake, they didn't have a printing press. They didn't have a printing press. Whenever they were copying, everything was being copied by hand. So you had to go back and you had to figure out, wait, did he make a mistake when he was writing it? Or, or is it something real? And nowadays they have a lot of, uh, most manuscripts now that they have are digital now. But they can go back and they see exactly what was actually written by hand. And what does it look like? And what, you know, sometimes the, yeah, sometimes the ink would also spill yes, or the ink very, would win and you figure it out. Wow. Sometimes even in the manuscript you see a cross out and you see that they put. 
So someone who's very quick to change the text and to say, oh, it made a mistake, let me cross it out, let me, you know, so, so if, I, if I'm learning one manuscript, I cross it out and I, I write something else for the next person who's studying, he says his hand should be cut off wow. if a person is, is quick to change the text. Don't assume that it's wrong. After you learned in depth, and you learned it well. You think for sure there has to be a mistake here. It has to be that there's a mistake. He says, then you have a mitzvah. The mitzvah is not cross it out and made a mistake. It was, who are you to cross it out? Make a note on the side. Write a note on the side of the book saying, yes, this is what it says, but I think it should say this. So at least the next person who's reading it can can see oh this can grasp, was can yeah grasp. can grasp oh this is what it originally said. Okay, someone who's reading made a mistake. Now let me think: is it really a mistake or not? Maybe the next person will understand it better, and he'll realize that you made a mistake. <laughs> that you thought it should have said that, and and really the original was there. This is the path, and uh, and many of our great rabbis. This is what they would do. That they would write. They say this is what the books say. They would then they would go back to old manuscripts. This is what the older manuscripts say. And now in all of the gemaras nowadays that we have, right, it always says. I'll, I'll tell you something beautiful. In the Torah, almost nowhere do we have changes in letters over the years. And it's something incredible. It's amazing. A testament, Three, a testament to Am Yisrael. Um, but when it comes to the Gemara all over the place, there's this manuscript, that, that manuscript. And in the more modern uh, Gemaras, and it's very beautiful, you have the text of the Gemara in the middle, but then you have on the side, it says, Hagaot v'tziyunim. So on the side of the Gemara it says, oh, there were different manuscripts that on this word it said this, or there were different manuscripts that over here it said this. And exactly the way Peleo had said. So if a person wants to learn in depth and they're not sure exactly what the text was, they have to go inside. They can check more on the side. Right? And have a wonderful day, happiest Wednesday, happiest and I think Wednesday. tomorrow we're going to finish Gimel. <laughs> <laughs> no jackal. <laughs>